Good day, listeners, and welcome to Digital Pandemonium, a comical cultural zeitgeist of a podcast with your host, Harrison Godzilla, and his group of moronic maniacs that he calls his friends. Join the squadron of these young gentlemen as they interview two upcoming artists. So please get your tunes ready and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Digital Pandemonium Podcast. Finally, after a two almost two-month hiatus. Anyway, I am Harrison, and I'm here with Gabe, and we actually have some guest stars here today. They were our first ever guest stars on this show. You know them as Daniel and Beanie Boy, a.k.a. Seth and Talon. Yo, yo, and yo. What's good? What's good? What's up? What's good? <laughs> yep. So... Yeah, two month hiatus. It's been like I think. Let me look. Oh my gosh, it's been like ever since March since we last posted an episode. Good lord! Wow, so it's all Harrison's fault. <laughs> yes, it's all my fault. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, the the proper explanation was uh, April, especially for me and Ed, it was like finals like time during college, so mm. we were hammered with work and. Sp- tests and all that so we decided to take april off and now we're back <laughs> so yeah it was it was my fault every all of this was my fault <laughs> anyway <laughs> have you uh anyway how have you guys been i mean gabe it's been over two months so yeah i'm very tired <laughs> i feel for that yeah definitely yeah. tired day to day being an adult is weird yeah Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, every yeah. Being adult, like I don't know what they told us as kids, but it was a straight up lie. My mom saying was, "Don't wish your life away." Yeah, yeah. I feel that now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is a like, job? What is that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sucks. <laughs> yep. I like as a kid, you woke wake up like they think like like during high school, like you wake up and you're thinking something's wrong. When really now, when I wake up, I'm like, okay, what is gonna go wrong today? Uh, <laughs> no, I seriously, when you're like a kid or like a teenager, mm-hmm. everything that can go wrong, like it's like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to give this test in on time, or I might not be able to see my friends. When you're an adult, it's like. I might lose my house. I might, I might lose. lose my family. Like I might lose my girlfriend because I can't dedicate enough time. Like I might lose my boyfriend. Like I might, all I that might now. This. I might that. I might. It, lose it, my it's car. a lot like, more to worry about than you know. Like, I need. Gas. Will I pass math test? Do I have algebra class? Oh algebra. no. This bad. Or, oh, I'm going to lose all my finances to the Internal Revenue Service. That's exactly. <laughs> yep. Oh, I got a letter what, is, what, are gas prices? what are gas prices? That's oh 500 God. on that Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I remember I like, got a letter uh, from the uh, IRS recently. And... Someone stole my identity. <laughs> oh, oh yeesh. Yikes. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't even do anything. Yeah, sorry to hear that, That's man. Damn, sorry, man. Yeah, oh, it, wow. 
The federal yeah. prison for them. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. Oh, man. Federal <laughs> prison? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, listen, oh. those treasury people are mean, especially when you do something wrong. Oh, yeah. There is no mercy in those people. <laughs> anyway, so over the uh, two months that we haven't recorded an episode, or since we have been, so first and foremost, I finally got a new mic. And nice, oh, same here. Can, yeah, hear it right now, it is awesome. I like, I He's like my old mic. Yes, mm-hmm. my mic. Yeah, the old <laughs> mic was. <laughs> yep, I am. I know. I f- I sound very attractive. <laughs> um. So yeah, oh, my old sounded a little sexy there, boy. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, my old mic was like, like it was started like tap it was out, very like, unattractive. Yeah, I yep. Yeah, it was like it, it's like staring at the weasel from uh Suicide Squad. That's how bad it sounded. <laughs> Weezer? No, the weasel Weezer. from Suicide Weezer? Squad. Yeah, the weasel. The... Weezer. What's with these homies dissing my girl? Why do they have to front? <laughs> Why must they front? <laughs> Whatever happened that made these guys want to be so violent? <laughs> okay, anyway, continuing on. Yep. So I found this good quality mic. Well, it was on Amazon. So I was like, look, because I'm very meticulous with online shopping. Like I look at the reviews mm. and everything. Like I have to like, oh, must no. Be good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So mm. yeah, that's happened. And now I got professional mark. The uh, I got professional mic that. Almost looks like a mic that ASMRists use. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's fair. I don't like that. <laughs> Our mic's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crunch. Oh, <laughs> that's the crunch. The crunchy crunch of the crunch. <laughs> anyway, anyway, onward. No more Pringles ASMR, please. I had enough of that. <laughs> 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 also uh i think it was like a couple like no it was like about a week ago i think uh ed darren andrew and i we saw the new doctor strange movie and it was a pretty good movie i will say i will definitely not my top i enjoyed 10. it yeah it was good mm-hmm. i enjoyed it oh like, definitely... am i the only one that didn't see it come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep you pretty much. Spoil, but i think yep. it's like if you it was pretty i if you're a fan of Sam Raimi, yeah. you'll be a fan of that movie. It's like, not a Marvel film. It's a Sam Raimi film. Yeah, that's really, that's yeah. what makes it different. Very Evil Dead. Very like it's perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's what caught me up. Like because Darren is a fan of the original Spider-Man movie, so he definitely enjoyed this one. No, yeah, nice. Like the one thing that really caught me off guard was how much gore and like blood there was actually no, in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Like for a I PG thought it was fantastic. I thought like that. It caught me off guard. Although the one thing that we're joking is the movie shouldn't be called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. It should be called Mad Wanda in the Multiverse. No, you're <laughs> no yeah. Wanda yeah, basically. 
Yeah, it, it, she's in the tree. Wait, wait, wait. wait we, yeah, we... no, wait. No, <laughs> don't, even, <laughs> don't even. Let him Let him see it for himself. Let's see. She's in the movie. About. That's all. That's all. Let's just she's in the that. movie. She's in the movie. That's it. She, in fact, okay. makes an appearance. She, in fact, <laughs> oh, okay. is the character <laughs> of all time. <laughs> yep. I saw so, one yeah. meme online. I didn't understand it, but <laughs> like, I probably should go see it and find you out. know soon. It's yep. good. It, yeah, it's man. it is. I like it. I enjoy it. You just might not like it because it 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 is very. I will give it. It's very different, and yes. it does take you for a loop. Like definitely. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand why some people didn't like it, but I liked it. Yeah, for me, it wasn't like my top Marvel movies, but it was still like enjoyable. I really, I still really liked yeah. it. And you also I saw it four times. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Yeah, every every single night that week, basically, he would tell me, <laughs> and basically every night of the week, he would be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go see Doctor Strange again," and I'm like, "Why?" Because I made promises to people, and I was like, "Oh shoot, yeah, now I have to go see." Because <laughs> he went and saw times. it with me too, and it was amazing. I bet you I'll probably see it again. Yeah, probably. It was like a packed house for ours because I think we went oh, yeah, like opening yeah. weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, same That's here. I saw it with my girlfriend, and it was fun. She, yes. she got scared. Of course mm-hmm. she did. Did she, did it she do scary. like the, the cuddle up thing yes. next to you? Oh, oh that's adorable. Oh. Uh, it is kind of scary. I'll, I'll say that. It is oh, a little scary. Oh, yeah, it's, it is. Yeah. There is a lot of horror elements in this. And that oh, yeah. was for like a for like a superhero movie. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I kind of yeah. like I, that. I really appreciated it. It was like a Most love letter. Of the Marvel to like movies didn't really have a scare factor in them, right? Mm-hmm. No, not, not normally. Really. No. This is like the first Marvel horror movie. It's perfect. Mm hmm. Oh. Besides Brightburn, I think it's like the second, the second superhero horror movie, and Brightburn I mean, was pretty good, but that was more horror based. There's probably more superhero the, horror movies. The only there, but, uh, yeah. really graphic uh, superhero movie that I can really think of is just Suicide Squad, the recent one, because that. But that I guess that, that doesn't really that, count. That doesn't really count. Um, like going oh, yeah, to Marvel, I guess. I guess the closest thing I can think of is Venom. That's it. That's I think what's wise. funny is that I think with our the way our generation was raised, especially like with the shock humor of the internet, I feel like our media is probably going to go on this gorier and darker route because we can withstand that now. No, yeah. I feel like the world's going to get like more rough and tough. Yeah. In that sort of sense. Because oh, there's gritty. a trend going on with that. Like, more and more movies are getting grittier because that's what people want. Yeah. Yeah. Part of me is, like, like especially with horror movies, like, I like the shock value can definitely, like, it's good, like, when you see it, but, like, like rewatches and it kind of wears off. Yeah. That's just how I think. I, I hope, like, I do, I hope they do a little more shock value, but at the same time, I hope mm-hmm. they don't <laughs> overuse it because then it's not gonna last very long yeah you know back in the 1960s people spontaneously exploding was scary (laughs) oh yeah exactly (laughs) or like yeah yeah. normal now it's just like oh okay Oh, that it's guy mid. exploded. <laughs> <laughs> that is, in fact, mid. No, I guess, like, the closest, like, superhero, like, gore, like, you guys seen The Boys or Invincible? Oh, Invincible. Oh, amazing. my God, I love The Boys. The Absolutely. Boys. A third third season's mm. coming out, like, in two weeks? Oh, I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I think they're making a second season of Invincible, too, which I'm excited no, yeah, for. Yeah, I'm definitely. so excited. But, like, mm-hmm. The Boys is rough. Yeesh. It, it was just rough, rough to like, see, like, wow. so much gore in a cartoon, too, because you don't normally see that nowadays. Oh, yeah. Like, it was... It was popular for a bit, but nowadays, like adult cartoons are more streamlined. So to see that, 
out of a superhero adult cartoon was just amazing. Yeah. I, I kind of like... By the way, we're, we switched to Invincible from the boys, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so my big thing is, is that I feel like that paved the way for what cartoons can become from now, here on out. So, like, in terms of that, I feel like the season two of Invincible is going to be fucking amazing. <laughs> um, speaking of new stuff that will be coming out, I know Gabe and I, the next big film that Gabe, I know I am going to, we're all going to see as a big group is Jurassic World Dominion. Gabe and I are especially our big Jurassic uh, Park slash world fans. So we're. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, also, I think there's the new season of Stranger Things is coming out soon. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's like, in a couple days oh so there's two volumes the last episode the last episode is going to be two and a half hours long holy shit that's not even even a show that's that's like a movie that's That's a movie movie. no it's insane (laughs) like i feel it's actually coming out uh, a week exact from now and then it's actually like they're splitting into parts so i think the other half's coming out in june like it's gonna be longer than doctor strange yeah Wow, it's that's a, pretty long. A, it might actually have more time to get in plot things. Yeah, but also it <laughs> could be terrible. It could be terrible, and if it's long, that's going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it doesn't drag along. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to do fine. I mean, Hopefully. I didn't like season two that much. Not a lot of people like season three. I enjoyed it personally. Season two was mid. Season three played into like the quirkiness of the eighties that I really enjoy. So that fits mm. it really well for me shorts for like the guys i'm just like what yeah I'm like, okay you guys know do you guys know who michael jackson is you guys remember michael jackson <laughs> you guys remember you guys, like, oh, it really capitalized on like the 80s nostalgia oh billy jeans not my guys i'm michael jackson the ghost of michael has taken over my soul oh great his oh, servant. Uh, it is coming. Must find children. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what is Michael Jackson like about 28 year olds? Oh, that there's that there's 20 of them. Oh, wow. Okay, next topic. Yeah, he's just punching air in his grave right now, anyway. So, (laughs) yeah. uh, Anyway, my personal ranking of the Stranger Things season has always been just as the order of the seasons. One is personally my favorite just because of all these separate stories intertwining into one, like, big story, because, you know, they felt connected, these, like, side stories. Yeah. Season two sort of ha- it could have stopped it for season one. Yeah, it could have really. Season two mm. kind of had that, except for one episode, the one with Eleven trying to find her. Oh, God. The yeah. other oh, one with the crew that was unnecessary. The odd squad. I hated that. <laughs> like if that she just Eleven. left and came back with no explanation, that, I would have been that, happy. Yeah, I was like, uh, that was. That made no sense to me. That that I didn't think we needed that. That was like I she just scene. came back stronger as a person, and we found out about that like later on. Maybe if there was better writing, I don't fucking know. Like it, it's, <laughs> it's like it's like it's freaking like oh this whole scene where she's like this is this guy oh let's let's meet the crew yeah <laughs> let's meet the squad <laughs> it's time to meet the squad here's Garrett he's number seven Garrett. here's number fourteen here's number. <laughs> 
Like these are grown. <laughs> Here's people. number fifteen. <laughs> these are grown people, and she's like ten. Yeah, you know? exactly. Seven. <laughs> number twenty six. <laughs> number twenty eight. Yep. Seventy two. I think number they're like uh, villain and chilling slander. Eleventy seven. For me, I think it's <laughs> one. I think it's season one. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> what, what the okay 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 sorry go, go, go okay go. okay so for me i think it's season one season three season two okay. best to worst yeah um, no actually that's exactly what i would say mm. i might switch season three and season one depending on how i'm feeling because all these seasons have different moods i feel yeah. season three is the most cinematic i think Yes, mm-hmm. but it's also very much like playing into the fact that they're in the 80s. It plays into the fact that it takes place in a mall because that's commercialism, baby. <laughs> like, you guys season two is... Season one, I feel like, is the perfect 80s horror movie. It has the perfect oh, elements yes. for an you, 80s horror movie. You guys remember when, 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 you know, it was weird for, like, you know, interracial couples to be together, you know? Like, they capitalized on <laughs> that in the show. Wait, what? <laughs> because you know how, uh, what's her name, Max? And uh, what's the black kid's name? Lucas, I think. Uh, Lucas, yeah, how, yeah. They, how, like, her brother makes it a point, like, he's like, there's people in this world that you don't hang out with. He's one of those, you know, like. I completely forgot about the racist undertones. No, yeah, and uh, what's his name? Billy. Billy is, is her brother. Oh, Billy was the racist to begin yeah. with. So yeah, he's the no, brother. That's yeah, right. No, yeah, he, he was. It, it was a point. point in his character to be a racist. Yeah, mm-hmm. because yeah. that was an archetype. Back but then, then he like, I guess he has like a redemption arc. He I might have a redemption art in this season, but I don't know if I can support it because he's still a racist. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think you can come he saved back. Eleven from... white girl, you know. <laughs> yeah, like what? What if Eleven was black? Years. Like I don't want to. I don't want to think about <laughs> unnecessary n but... words. That's all we're gonna yeah. say. Yeah. Oh yeah. goody, we always love those. Wow. Fun. <laughs> yep. There's a difference mm. between dark humor racism and then there's like actual racism. There's a difference. Yeah, racism that yeah. gets you killed. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad you for, your, for, your, for your for your being, for your ideology. Okay, Talon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay, Talon. Go off. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so Do yeah, small off. talk over. Let's get into Wait, why that we was actually... small talk? <laughs> Um, anyway, let's <sighs> get back into the reasons why we have you. We had you on this episode is because you have really grown since your uh, two singles albums, and now you have like an album out now, yeah, and yeah, I think yeah. you're branching out like even more now. Oh yeah, oh, yeah we're trying to. We're trying to. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, Seth put out his first full length album. I have my own EP out based on my own solo artist mm-hmm. section. So like. Yeah, everything's working out pretty good for us now. We got we got some good streams. Everyone's been giving us really yep. good reviews so far. It makes mm. me real happy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Seth, do you have anything to add on? Um, this? I mean, I just think we def we definitely are taking. Uh, well, I guess we can talk about the album first. Yeah. All right, uh, right we can talk about um, uh, state of perplexity. Yeah, yeah, go right, right. ahead. So, uh, state of perplexity is kind of like. Um, uh, uh, so state of perplexity is really kind of like an amalgamation of just a bunch of kind of fun stuff it's not really anything super deep you know but it's a lot of stuff that we that is meaningful to us and like it's kind of like i think the main focal point of this is the lyrics probably and just like 
the chemistry we have as friends. Oh, wow. That definitely ties into a lot of our music, mm-hmm. definitely. The mm-hmm. fact that we have had this bond for so many yeah. years definitely makes it easier to work with him in the studio since like we get each other, you know? We bounce off each other really well in the studio. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think that, yeah, that, I, that does sound like that really does help, you know, like, you know, friends who are artists, like, making music together. I heard a lot of stories about that, and it's, like, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, uh, we just currently met a fellow artist uh i can't name names but he's a local artist as well and he's just a really chill dude and uh he actually makes music with his brother and they're planning on getting an album out there and he knows all these other people and i'm just like holy hell i want to be that someday that makes me excited (laughs) we're meeting a lot more people now and we're getting uh we're actually taking a bit of a different direction with our new stuff but uh to keep on track with like the our recent music it's definitely a hip-hop 100 percent um rap although google has us listed under japanese rap and pop <laughs> that's just like okay i can explain that actually so since google already has some uh some labels underneath its name it's because for one we've been using different samples that are japanese so it's oh. going to be considered wow. Japanese hip hop. That it's J hip hop still. Even if we aren't rapping in, in Japanese, rapping. it's still considered that because the main artist that we sampled is Japanese. And if anything, I'm kind of honored to have that name because that just makes me happy to see like we are representing something that's different. That's uh, not definitely not in the norm whatsoever. Okay, never mind. Now it's saying Indian hip hop. So you see, <laughs> it's definitely Google is definitely weird. Oh, R&B, uh, soul, and hip hop and rap, which is mm-hmm. perfect. And then I guess I, I need to listen to Indian hip hop again. Yeah, it's like just in the middle of like your songs. You just go. Mm-hmm. Now watch, watch. Next week's gonna be German R and B or something. <laughs> oh god, I can only imagine. Um, but a lot of our stuff goes definitely deep into. We try to go a little more into like like we don't really talk about things like in our music. Well, I know Talon sometimes does, but mm-hmm. I don't really talk about like, you know, uh, I'm pretty open for everyone in like my music. I don't really talk about like hardcore, like adult things like drugs or sex or really anything like that, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Not saying I'm better or worse than anybody out there, mm-hmm. but like, that's just not a thing that I, I focus kind of more on like personal things like me and myself, the people around me. Um, like, especially in our one song uh, in Paradox. And in Redux, uh, those, those tracks like are very, um, very personal. Um, I also like to focus on things that I strongly dislike. Like our last Ooh. track, Lounge, is about the music industry and about the entertainment industry as a whole. Oh. And I kind of just rag on it a lot in that track. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't get me started with yeah. the entertainment industry and I my rant. no yeah but i i hate um i don't hate the entertainment industry because you know like i want to be part of the entertainment oh yeah same here definitely it needs to be restructured because like yeah like they have really bad business practices like yeah yeah, yeah. but there's so much shady stuff and there's so much like uh you know like uh under the, the table you know, like things sort like of sexual, thing. yeah. sexual abuse and, yeah. like, and uh, hypocrisy very hypocrisy yeah. a lot of hypocrisy yeah, yeah. or domestic abuse you it, know like just with the really whole rough. recent 
Johnny Depp and uh, Amber Heard. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah I actually, well, we, I wanted to talk about it because I've been watching it <laughs> oh, and God. I've just been laughing because yeah. of it's so she's, a, she's an embarrassment. She's she embarrassing. Like, I'd rather I, not talk no. about it too much, but like in all honesty, it's just a really rough case and she uh, she made a mistake in even trying to take it to court. Like mm. this woman has been in like yeah. movies and she can't act, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. And we can figure that out on, in court because she can't act very well either. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that she crapped on his mattress, like, um, I think she blamed the dog or something. And then Johnny Depp was on, on the stand. And then he said, no, those were four pound logs each. Like, dude, she was pushing like, Oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, in all honesty, in terms of to bring it back around, I don't mean to do it forcefully. Um, in terms of our music and the direction it's heading, I feel like it's heading in a really nice direction. We're getting our sounds and styles worked on. I don't have that much music out, but when I tell you that I have scrapped so many projects within these past few months, it's absolutely insane how many projects I just kind of have rotting on my computer right now. No, yeah, like <laughs> I've had a real rough bout with my creativity for a long time now, and I'm working on it definitely, and I definitely feel like I'm getting there. I actually have an idea that I think will finally stick, which is my... I guess I can announce the fact that I'm making an album, and I'm currently thinking of titling it Malibu Nights. And Ooh. it's going to basically be a very vintage, very throwback-esque rap slash radio-ready fucking smooth jams motherfucking <laughs> type shit. And it's going to be a absolutely... It, it's going to be a... What is, the, what is it called? It's going to be a callback <laughs> to my times back in Malibu when... Um, so... On weekends, we'd have my little brother over at her place in California, and then we'd take him back to Anaheim because that's where he lived, Anaheim, you know, with Disneyland and everything. Um, and on the way back, we'd be driving through Malibu, and there was this radio station that my parents liked to play because it was only on on Sunday nights, and it would be Art LeBeau's Connection. And this mm -hmm. man was an absolute just if you heard his voice if you heard the way he just talks about all this music and like just everyone's love for everyone because he does this thing where people can call in and request songs and they'll be like Ooh. requesting people songs to like people in prison and stuff and like to all these different people just to show them their love because that's the only way they can get through to them which is absolutely amazing i feel like the world needs more love and i feel like what i'm doing mm -hmm. isn't gonna make more of that but i feel like it can supplement it i hope that my next record people can enjoy it and not be held down by the sorrow of the lyrics or anything amen praise god <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right um so i actually i wrote down some questions i had for you guys i'm so let me just pull them up so this one is directed to tail in first. So you recently branded yourself as Beanie Boy. I just want to know the origins of that a little bit. Okay, so into... <laughs> that's a somewhat long story. I'm sure you know of the inner workings that make the name Beanie Boy. It's just that I haven't brought them up in physicality to anyone else but Seth and I. 
So the lore behind the name Daniel. Beanie Boy. Shut the hell up. <laughs> the lore behind the name Beanie Boy is that ever since ninth grade, I've had this red 21 Pilots beanie. Yes, I used to be a fan of 21 Pilots. I remember I support them, them somewhat, but not 100%. Ever since, nonetheless, ever since then, I've always worn this beanie because I fucking treasure this thing. I have great memories. I have horrible memories. It just... It's a part of me, basically, because yeah. I wore it so much. I, I've had an attachment to the thing, and I feel like it's definitely worth it to get my name out there as this. It may seem a bit childish in the future if I feel like I want to change my name to, like, Beanie or Tay or something like that. I might. But for now, Beanie Boy, I'm fucking... I love that name. And until I don't, that's the name I'm sticking with. <laughs> I'm fine with it. One day my name might be changed. For now, I'm good on it. <laughs> you still have it yeah i still have it i wear it all the time you still oh yeah Seth can concur. so much back oh in, yeah um, it's what, the same exact school? beanie oh no this was i didn't have it until ninth grade huh. earlier than ninth grade i got it also, earlier than ninth grade was you it got earlier grade? than ninth grade i think i got an oh yeah i got an eighth grade because liz had the exact same one and we were really close friends back then mm. right mm. yeah also also, I'm not sure if we actually talked about Seth with your brand, Daniel. Like, I don't know if oh. we talked about the origin of that and the episode you were in. If you want to go into details about that, go right ahead. Okay, yeah. I don't think we did yet. Um, okay, well, for anyone who doesn't know, my full name is Seth Daniel Frankie. And his uh, um, social security my, uh, number is... My debit card number... Eight, nine. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, and so I originally, I actually wanted, I went through a lot of different like, uh, stage names. Cause if, as many people know, I used to be a dancer too. Um, oh yeah. I remember uh, that. yeah. Uh, so I went by SFX. Um, oh, I remember that. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Everyone remembers <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> but then I was effect, which I thought was eh. I thought that was the coolest thing for so long, but um, and then I changed my name. I, I was just Seth like for a long time. It was just Seth, no anything else. Um, but then I I thought I really liked my middle name because my last name I like my last name, but I just don't think it works as a stage name like Seth Frankie, you know. <laughs> mm. uh, and so I was like uh, Daniel Seth. So first it was Seth Daniels, then it was Seth Daniel. So then, I, but then I, so I was like, you know what? Why don't I just call myself Daniel? But here's the issue with calling yourself just Daniel. You know how many freaking Daniels are that are out there on like Spotify and like, like <laughs> yeah, like, and, like <laughs> so. Then I try to change around the name, and now it comes out to like uh, what looks like Daniel, which Taylor pointed out to me. Yeah, but I think it's perfect because yeah. they pronounce it weird sometimes. But if you tell people how to pronounce it, they think it's a cool name. So no, I yeah. think it's perfect. And it just that's just like that's just it. Because in all honesty, that's what I've done my entire life. Because anytime someone mispronounces my name, they'll ask me the right spelling. And I'll be like, oh, it's Talon. And they're like, oh, that's a cool name. And I'm like, I, I, I know. Thank you. And they're like, okay, cool. So like doing that is basically imprinting that name into someone's mind. Cause you don't, when you think beanie boy, you don't think of a thousand, thousand other rappers named beanie boy. Do you, you think no. of probably the only beanie boy that, you know, I hope, <laughs> but back to Daniel, yeah. 
<laughs> Back to Daniel. <laughs> I was saying that he has an iconic name just for the fact yeah. that it sticks out. I also like the idea of having one name, like I freaking love Prince. Of course. Yes. It's mm-hmm. like I just like have I like the idea of having that like, oh, it's Daniel. Look at Daniel on stage. That's sick. It's Daniel. And what's like, funny you know? is that when it comes down to it, I like to think of it like this. So when I decided to make Westwind Records, which is the record label that Seth and I are currently signed to because it's the record label we own, he co-created it with me. So he oh, wow. I he owns half of it alongside me. And I don't plan on that changing anytime soon. However, when I like to think about it, I like to think of this. I'm doing this for him, not just for myself. So in a sort of way, in every single way, I try to second myself, except in the spelling, of course. Because B comes before D, but I have two words to my name while he has one. He has an album out. I have an EP out. I plan on getting bigger, sure, but this is for him mostly. And if we get anybody else, I'm more than happy to sign them. It's just that it's going to be a bit harder in that sort of way. But I think at some point, Westwind Records is going to be at least a name that some people can think of when they think music. Yeah, I'm excited. That's definitely a goal to look forward to. Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely is. It's good that you have that. So anyway, another question, and I'm pretty sure uh, you kind of touched on it a bit, but uh, did you expect the reception and feedback that you have gotten from like your music and stuff? <laughs> Seth, you no. want to speak first? Yeah. No. Same here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just think, I, I, I definitely think, I expected someone to listen, but like, I didn't expect us to have like, you know, actual like people listening to our music you know like uh these are i didn't expect people that i didn't know to listen to my music you know yeah like i've actually met a lot of people through my music you know and like people who i don't even consider myself good friends with have enjoyed my music you know oh yeah i've like the other day i went to mcdonald and like i was there and was like your music was really good by the way and i'm like oh yeah listen to my music exactly Like, like it's amazing to know how many people actually listen to and still enjoy our music because we can see the analytics. We know these people are playing our shit, bumping our shit day and night, which is amazing because get this. So I recently got in contact with my biological father, whom I have in the past had issues with due to different things. Let's say it that way. But recently him and I talked and we started talking about how I started making music and everything. And, uh, he actually started listening to the stuff, which is amazing. It actually makes oh, me happy wow. to know that someone that I've never really been on good terms with entirely in the most full state actually enjoys something I do, which is amazing for me. And just to know, like, it's great that in certain ways we both have our own parents' sort of approval. Sometimes they might not approve because, you know, musicians, it's a dangerous job. You could lose oh. your life at any moment, depending on your fame. You could lose your money your entire life savings. It's, it's insane. It's crazy. But just to even get a slice of that and actually show people what we're made of and show them that we're worth listening to. I'm excited to see where we can take that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, that's actually a really cool story to I That's actually very heartwarming. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like kind of okay sort of uh self-loathing here but we have actually like starting this podcast like we just started as like you know over the quarantine we're not talking like we not a lot of communication we started this you know to stay in touch with one another 
Gabe, me, Ed, Andrew, Lewis, Darren, all of us. We just started it. And then, like, I gotten recognized in public, like, from random strangers. Like, one time I was, like, two hours away, like, at a at an amusement park. And I got recognized by a couple. And That's I amazing, was like, man. I was shocked. Like, you guys should make merch. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, that's a good idea. Yep. Hell, if you guys want, I can help make that. I have actually have the tools to. Uh, well, if you guys give me the logo, I have the tools in order to print the shirts themselves. Oh wow! Oh, cool. So yeah, just hit me up if you need any help with that. Just might yeah, just take you up on that. Yeah. Hell yeah! Yeah. I'm thank you. It. Thank you. That would be great. But of course. Get, mm-hmm. But also, like, I've gotten like, um, like. Uh, recognized for like other things like for example i remember the cashier at like some grocery store like that was like 30 minutes away recognized me from tiktok and this is back when i was like posting tiktok like a lot of it and that's amazing that's cool it's always nice to get recognized for your work especially when you're a small creator because that doesn't come around often but when it does it's amazing yeah like yeah, especially and then I gotten stuff like about stop motion, like the stop motion films I make on YouTube, and yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely as you said, as a small content creator, like it is just like it it really shocks you when you realize how many people actually listen, watch your stuff. I think one thing that's so um, incredible about just making art and you being the one who makes the art. And when people notice it, I think I think a really cool thing about it is that you find that you're bigger than it's bigger than you. You know, this is yeah, all bigger than yourself. You know, you find that, you know, it's it's something that brings people who are like you closer to, you You know, like I wasn't a popular kid in school, you know, so like <laughs> if I can ha- if I can get that one kid, you know, who's getting bullied in school to feel happy listening to my music, I've won. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I can get that if I can get yeah. that one person who just is misunderstood to like my music and to smile while listening to my music. That's all I, you know, that that's, that's the goal. That is a goal. Of course you want money, but like, you know, that's the goal, you know, like you want, you want to be able to, yeah, yeah, of course. But you want to really get to your target audience because my target audience is not, you know, people in the Hills of like Hollywood, you know, like that's not my target Mm -hmm. audience. You know, my target audience is people like me, you know, People who like weren't number one. People who weren't picked for freaking dodgeball. You know what I mean? We're both, in a sense. I feel like West Wind is not for those who ever fit in. It's never going to be for someone that will enjoy pop music, that fully likes pop music to an extreme, that likes all these different things that people will like. We all have these certain memories that help us link together, and I feel like that's what we tried to do with our music. We try to invoke that same feeling we have inside and try to bring the light to others that want to feel that. Because in my opinion, like they're like, I feel music is the, is like the best way to convey emotions. Definitely. Like verbally. I feel like it's the best way to, Oh yeah. I can tell you right. I can tell you I'm pissed. I can vent you I'm pissed, but an amazing song about why I'm pissed. I feel is more is better than any other form of we cry together. Myself, you know, <laughs> if y'all listen to the new Kendrick Lamar album, oh yes, I think that explains that uh, idea perfectly mm. through through the entire album. I'm Kodak Black, and this is the Wild West, <laughs> and this is the big step. <laughs> yeah, that, that's our that's our goal. That's, yeah, exactly. We want to be 
not necessarily the next Kendrick because we ain't trying to take nobody's spots. We trying to make a spot for ourselves. Yeah. We trying to sit our own lawn chair down and see how <laughs> high we can rise up on that lawn chair. We just need to afford a ladder. No, yeah. We you also just want to make other people happy, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's all about it's all about what you got out of the experience. We want people know? to enjoy because, our music and to enjoy the vibes that we can bring to them. We because, don't want to bring them ugliness per se. I mean, I want to bring them true emotion when it comes to my songs. They are darker in a sense, but I like to bring out all types of emotion. And I was definitely mm-hmm. going through a rough patch at that time. So I was bringing out the worst in me to put on music because that was the best way of venting. I've scrapped so many projects because on all these projects, I was venting about my life and why it was bad. I hated it. But now that I'm in a state where I feel happy, I can write about other things again. I was sort of in a, in a writer's block in that sense. Oh God. I I try to, I'm trying to bring a better vibe to my music because I want people to enjoy themselves. I don't want people to harm themselves in the, uh, in the fakeade of trying to make themselves happy, I want them to facade. actually be happy. Fakeade facade. It's the same exact thing. So. <laughs> it's called facade. Yeah. Fakeade. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, the the point is just to if you get something out of our music, that's that's what the point. That's amazing. Is. That is that's what, what the point that's, is. That's what like the point. We don't we don't uh, give a shit really. if it's anger, if it's happiness. We want you to feel our fucking music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I think it it makes it makes me happy to hear that other people are happy because of the things that I release. It's amazing to know release, that, you know? like him and I together have been creating this shit, and people are actually listening to it. My entire life, I've created shit, and I've never wanted anyone else to see it. But the moment I try and actually put it out there, people are actually enjoying it. Holy fucking shit. So I was doing something wrong back then, but I think it's worth it that I know now from my mistakes on how to do this because this ain't the first time for me producing music, but it definitely ain't the last time now. <laughs> yeah. I I definitely feel the same way, especially with like the content stuff. Like I, I got two things out of, out of this. Like for instance, like I feel like a lot, like the public like has like, you know, these perceptions of certain, like, you know, fans of like certain music like you know the the best example i can think of a good misconception like you know perception of like a music group is uh death metal because everyone thinks you know they're all satanic worshiping like you know like death loving people but like Uh, no actually when you meet death we have a really close friend of ours you know what fuck it i'm gonna shout at xavier one of our closest friends probably one of the first to ever hear our music this man is in love with death metal, but when you see him, you would not think that. He has this nice curly hair. He's he's skinny. He's adorable. Like, he's amazing. Adorable. I love this man so much. And he's like really into you will never not see him with a death metal shirt on. Because every single time I always ask him, hey, what does your shirt say? Because I can't read it, but I know he can. Like it's <laughs> amazing. Just we love that man. Let's just I love you, Xavier. <laughs> Please listen to this. Shout out, Xavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, like, the same thing, like, I d- music, I definitely, like, music definitely evokes emotion. Like, I've been listening to more, like, like, my type of music is just, like, film soundtracks or, like, soundtracks from, like, different medias. That's just 
because I kind of like wordless music because sometimes I just like the instruments just to, you know, convey emotions. Yes. Like sometimes it's nice to detox from words and just kind of delve into instrumental music, no matter what that be. My mm-hmm. favorite's definitely like if you catch me on any good summer's day where I'm driving, nine times out of ten, my windows will be rolled down and I will be listening to a synthwave album. In particular, now give me a minute here. Let me find it. There's this amazing track. Ah, okay. Um, He's looking through his phone. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> oh, Where is it? Um, I just kind of forgot what the song was. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> I'll be looking for it. For me, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Bossa Nova. Mm. Period. Bossa Nova just mm-hmm. is. In my opinion, Bossa Nova is one of the best ones of music. It's probably my favorite musical genre. I actually just really like jazz and classical music as a whole. Mm. Just gotta type in. Classical. Boom! Ooh. Found it. Um, yeah. Oh no! It's me. Prebin goes to Aca... <laughs> Acapulco. Acapulco yeah. uh, by Todd Terje. I believe that's. And if Terje. you want to hear a really good like instrumental like album that's just funk. Uh, there's an album by this guy, his last <laughs> name is what, Tanaka, and it's called Brazilian Skies. Oh my Bonzo god. Bonzo goes to Bitburg. It's so <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brazilian Skies by uh, Mas- Masayoshi Takanaka. Yeah, that album has, it has some of my favorite tracks. Absolutely too. lovely. I'm actually sampling that on my, on my next album, and he's mm. probably going to be on that track. It's one of my, it's one of my favorite albums ever. Uh, of all time, it, it's a uh, it's um it has some of the best guitar sam- guitar hooks, some of the best drum hooks, some of the most grooviest, funkiest fucking basses I've ever heard. Oh life. yes, mm. sorry, oh. yelling in my bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I yell at Harrison all the time in these. Yeah, and I yell passionate. at you. He's very passionate <laughs> about uh, Masayoshi Takanaka's uh, Brazilian Sky. I just love Japanese, like, 1979, like I think. Mm. 1978. I was close. 1978? <gasps> that was the same year. <laughs> oh, that God. No, not this again. Beatles Game released <laughs> uh, Abbey Road, 1978? Or was that Ooh. 1979? No, they released it in the 70s, Seth. Not that late, though. No, it was that late into the 70s. It was 78 or 79 or 77. One of those three. Look up Abbey Road. Really? Am I wrong? Am I crazy? Yes, you are it's crazy. 69. <laughs> what so, the fuck? Yeah, Taylor. That's a... Oh, what the hell, Seth? Damn. <laughs> Sorry, I just witnessed him do something ferocious, but I can't mention it on stream because his lover uh, would get very oh, upset. Oh, okay. Let's not talk about it. Careful. <laughs> no, we can talk about it. Basically, my girlfriend called me because I suck at terrible voice. He did it within a second. Within a second, oh. it popped up on his screen, and he. I saw the notification, went, like as if yeah. she was a spam caller. No offense to him, but damn. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, music yep. is, is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was yeah, not I, <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been also listening to like uh, like. The thing is, I've been uh, this video game series that I really got into. Uh, it's called Monster Hunter. Um, they their music, like their instrumental music, is just phenomenal because you can just like, especially with the themes, like you can definitely feel emotion. And like, 
I'm looking at the artist right now. Uh, Todoyishi Makano Akunio Naturiya. Like, huh? Oh. Can Can you say that again? <laughs> Japanese sorry, names. Is... How about that, Gabe? Oh, okay, Do you have a membership? <laughs> yeah. Do you but yeah. Have a membership. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the music definitely like that's yeah. just my personal taste yeah. in music. Uh, Gabe, I know you yeah. listen to also in instrumental music as well. Isn't it yours? Oh, yeah, favorite like Two Steps from Hell or something. Yeah, that's one of my favorite <laughs> orchestral groups. Damn, mm. Two Steps yeah. from Hell. I know hardcore name. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> there's um, just a really good. Um, my bad to interrupt, but there's oh, yeah, this really go good. Uh, while you're looking, Seth. Uh, let me shout out one quick set of albums. Uh, the Special Herbs series by uh, Metal Fingers, uh, aka yes. MF, MF Doom, Doom, aka All Caps Metal Face, aka King Geeter, aka Victor Vaughn, Geeter, aka Duvious V, aka um, Slick Dick Rick. I think he actually calls himself that in the song. Aka the best oh, MC with no cold. chain you've ever heard. Aka. AKA a really good rapper that I both really like. Yes, can't tell. He's a we big, like him a lot if you can't he's tell. He's a big influence. Tyler Creator too. Fucking love that man. I would suck his cock if I could. Okay, Taylor. Okay. Go that for the presses. <laughs> All right, Taylor. Okay. Wear that for we the can, presses. We can go on. My gayest moment. Hot live. Anyway, um, there's a tra- there's a there's a uh, it's a concerto. Uh, it's a cello concerto uh, number. Number one. Oh God, he's in love with the song. It's it's a oh, no. it's a Haydn um track. It's a it's a uh, twelve minute long track, guys. You don't need to listen to all of it. But it's, it's nine minutes. Okay, it's nine minutes. Okay, it's okay. close enough. It is seriously one of the most amazing things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, it's God. incredible. Um, but yeah, I listen to it frequently, especially when I'm angry, to help me kind oh, of calm down. Oh, you gotta love so, yeah. music that you can listen to when you're angry. That makes everything oh, better. Yeah. Yes, I can listen yes. to anything when I'm angry. <laughs> I love all music. Recently, I'm getting into De La Soul because I put all of their music on my local files. They're on an East Coast hip hop rap group from the '90s. Yeah, they were they were part of the same group that uh, they were part of the Native Tongues, which is a group that uh, let me remember correctly. It was the uh, fucking Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Um, the what's that other one with Ladybug? It's uh, not Diggable the planets. planets. It's, is it Diggable planets? The Diggable planets. Yes, Diggable, Diggable planets and De La Soul War. Planets? Yeah, it's Diggable planets. I believe. Or no, that's the album name. Wait. Okay. Point is, this big group from the East Coast of hip hop, really good, really influential. Just yep, Diggable planets. So it's Diggable planets. Uh, you got like Q-Tip by himself. Who's a rap from Tribe Called Quest? Tribe Called Quest. Who's from Tribe? Yeah. Um. And then fucking De La Soul, and I fucking love De La Soul, but none of their shit's on Spotify because Tommy Boy Records fuck them over, and they still can't get their shit on Spotify, and it's just Ooh. whole other mess. However, De La Soul has great music. De La Soul is Dead is my current album I'm on, and I fucking love it. I have it on cassette. It's amazing. Oh, wow. But if you want to hear the best hip-hop album of all time, if you want to hear the best hip-hop album ever made, you listen to the Low End Theory by Tribe Quest. Low End Theory is essential if you want to listen to abstract like, hip hop. It's it's just oh my god. Any level oh of my abstract god. hip hop requires that in order for you to understand anything about abstract hip hop. Like, seriously, me. it's it is my it is one of my favorite albums. Period. But yeah, 
Like it's it's so great. If it weren't for this motherfucker, I wouldn't be on as many artists as I am on, and I appreciate him for that. Mm. Yeah, same for him. Wow. I wouldn't be listening to a lot of music I do. But there's this freaking amazing album I, l- I just listened to by this guy called Extremely Bad Man. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Uh, the album is called Love is Pure, and oh, my God, it's probably one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. It's much more of like an indie, almost psychedelic, like neo-soul with some noise in it. Love like, me it's, that. It's, 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 oh, my God. Yeah, oh my God. And when we say, believe me, when we say we listen to any, so a lot of people say that they listen to any kind of music. But when you only listen to one type of music all the time, it's not listening to any type of music. It's listening to any type of that genre. And when it comes down to us, we will listen to any type of hip hop whatsoever. Mm. We will listen to the jazz that built hip hop. We will listen to boom bap. We'll listen to gangsta rap. We'll listen to uh, name a few more abstract hip hop. Death uh, conscious. Conscious, Conscious noise, hip hop, alternative. To Pimp a Butterfly is um, one of my favorite jazz albums. raps. Uh, what, we're done with the speed round, but you get what we mean. <laughs> we love hip hop so there much. There is a lot more to the every... industry than I thought there was. Yes, definitely. There's a lot more room in the hip hop industry. Or in the it's not even just hip hop, but even if you get to like acid jazz, yes, you find so much more good Absolutely. like music, like with the roots. There's so or much with Erica music. Badu or like even Jay Z. You know, like there's so much music that inspired hip hop that also inspired other genres that that are basically essential if you want to get into deeper roots of hip hop. You need to appreciate all genres in order to appreciate one genre. No matter what genre it is, undoubtedly. Like, with all the respect, you can't be a person that's like, oh, I like all music but country. Because country is so freaking important to music as a whole. It's so important to pop music. Like, you can't say you like country and then listen to 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. Because that shit is a banger. (laughs) Dolly Parton is so important. Dolly Parton is so important to music. So is even newer newer people like, uh, what's his name? Chris Stapleton? Chris you know, people like amazing. that. Um, uh, oh, I gotta think of that one. You know, older, older artists like even like Glenn Campbell, and even you consider consider Ray Charles a more soul country uh, mixture in that batch. Those are all important artists that will be important to music as a whole and can influence people in hip hop. You know, like it's a bad case, but like Nelly, you know, he's a very oh, famous God. artist who's influenced by a lot of country music. You know. Hmm. Hmm. And most soul music, him, but I, we don't have to go into details about now. <laughs> yeah, if we <laughs> most most soul, most soulful music, and like country music, even really came from like, you know, the slaves. You know, yeah. Who all? Yeah. That's all they could sing. That's all they would sing. You know. So it's like that's like I don't mean to like be like mansplaining to everybody. On this oh side, yeah. You know, <laughs> but like, you know, it, it's like a, it's a big part of culture. And I think the reason why it's so important is because like for people of color to be in this too. And obviously Talon is not a person of color, yeah, but still okay. he like supports so, it still, you know, yeah. but like, like for me, it's important to me because that's my roots, you know? Yeah. In all honesty, when it comes down to me, it's not a matter of, I don't like white people. It's more so a matter of, <laughs> I don't like the fact that I have to identify with them. Because of the fact that there's so many burdens that have happened in the past. And I don't mean to say that I have a burdenful life. I don't mean that in any meaningful way. I mean that in the sense of I've been about kindness. I've been about standing up for yourself and standing up for others in the name of making everyone happy, no matter what. It's just a matter of I want the world to be a better place than it already is. There's no... 
there's no need for racism in a world where people are gay, straight, fucking fat, skinny, black, white. It doesn't matter because everyone has started to recognize that people are people. Yeah, I, I think is. everyone really wants it, but I, uh, I said this in the past in, in a past episode. But I think it's the media's fault because the media wants us to hate each other. They're trying to yeah, they yeah. promote all this bull crap because we ultimately it's Alex every... Jones. It's his fault. But yeah, I think yeah, the media just like promotes all the stuff because we all ultimately want the same goal. We all want the same thing, but like exactly, yeah. 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 Well, we can make a difference. We're starting there. Oh, definitely. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like our generation is going to be a big step in the right direction because I feel like a lot of us are, even though there were some assholes, a lot more people coming to the recognition that we only have so much time left on this planet. We either come together or die trying. Mm-hmm. Like we or should die try to come. <laughs> yeah, die doing nothing because basically everyone's going to turn on each other if we do nothing about it. Just don't use Twitter. Uh, Twitter sucks though. Twitter does yeah, suck. Yeah, it's still Twitter's a... kind of mid. Twitter's <laughs> it's pretty mid. It's garbage, honestly. I, don't I know. only I use it for one thing, but I can't say what. I've heard so That's much negativity legal. about it, and I haven't even like looked at it or been on it before. And I'm just like, you know what? I think it's best if I just stay away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I use Twitter about once a month. I like. I don't have a Twitter account. We got a Q and A thing asking if we would get a Twitter account. Like, uh, we it just left the bad. I only used it once, like, and that was best, and I was constantly bombarded with bullcrap, and, uh, like, like a lot of negativity, and, like, what is this? Like, I got, per- like, the first <laughs> thing I see is school fight, like, a kid beating up another kid in a school, and I'm like, what is wrong I with I think this? I saw that one. <laughs> oh, like. Yeah, I was I- like, you know what? I'm turning notifications off. This is annoying. Goodbye. Yeah. It's, eesh. And. Like, also, I just don't like echo chambers. That's just my thing. Mm-hmm. Someone's playing the bongos over there. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's get back on track and try to let's go into more positivity. So uh, one question, unless Gabe, do you have like a question? Well, not anymore, since you, you basically took up the whole spotlight. So it's never new to me chiming in now. <laughs> Come on. Actually, I do have one question. <laughs> What's one good? question though? What's good? How Tell BBB. How did you two like get together through all this? Like, was it in like a class or something in high school, or you just Ooh. met somewhere? Ooh. I tell it. Wait, so do you mean like how, how we meet? met in the beginning? Beginning. Yes. Yes, oh yes. shit! Well, see, so both of our uh, we've been were, uh, hating each other. Sixth you know? grade, and they didn't hate Ooh. each other, did they? Both of our families hate each other. We weren't allowed to see each other, but finally one night we broke out of our house. Uh, we made up. Uh-huh. We met up each other at a bridge, uh, at, at a creek, and um, <laughs> it was a. Uh, we held hands like for Romeo a bit. and Juliet. We held for a bit. <laughs> Let's just say it was a, a hot and steamy night. No, no, no. Okay, so <laughs> we met about eight years ago, nine years ago, back in sixth grade. It was about 2014. I had just moved out here from California. I was fresh off the fucking toyota camry that i still have and fucking um <laughs> give me a second i need to recollect my thoughts i'm sorry uh so basically i had just moved here from california i was a little little boy 
and I was ready to take on the world of Pennsylvania. It was about to be 2015. I had made some new friends and everything from this day camp I went to during the summer. It was working out for me in amazing ways. I go to school. I start getting, I, I meet so many great people that became very important in my life and still are important to this day. Uh, I can't name names, of course, due to liability, but um, <laughs> like absolutely all those people that I've met have become big parts of my lives and discovering my people, even the ones that tried to take me down from my pedestal. They proved to me that I was something more than I did. I even knew I never realized I was gay. I need to figure that out for myself. And I feel like that's where I come in as a person. Like nobody really looks at me and thinks either. Oh my God, that's a gay man. Better run away because everyone in this town knows me. They know yeah. me as a gay person because I came out in eighth grade. Like, let's but, circle back to the question. now. What's the question? <laughs> Remember how he met. <laughs> No, you keep going. Okay. I lost track. <laughs> okay. Uh that's actually one thing you'll notice about us a lot is that like I'll go quiet and Taylor will just, <laughs> just <laughs> my mind is very, very <laughs> No, yeah. Uh but I don't have a problem with it. Anyway, um but yeah, Taylor had just moved here and we actually didn't become friends when he first moved here. Um he was friends with other people and he was actually a football player. Oh yeah, for like why two Taylor years. was a jock. Taylor was a jock. No, I was not. <laughs> I, no I have way. a few photos played, of yeah. it. I have yeah. evidence. I promise. He played football and track. Yeah, um, and he played and basketball. basketball. I remember that. track, but football. Okay, track and I can believe, but football really. So yeah. I played basketball back when I was in California, back okay. in middle school or back in elementary to seventh grade. Ooh, I played football. And then from, I think it was halfway, or no, that was seventh grade again to ninth or to eighth grade, I played track. Yeah, I was the same thing here, yeah. I stopped doing, like, sports altogether because I realized it wasn't what I wanted. My parents wanted me to do it. And I don't hold it against them. I made a lot of good friends through there. Mm -hmm. But, like, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I wanted to do something else, so I went to theater, found out it wasn't something I wanted to do full-time. And now I'm doing music. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, at the time, I actually played sports too. I played baseball and I played flag mm-hmm. football. Oh, I played baseball um, at one yeah. point too. It was um, one year in 2012. And soccer, but I sucked at it. So Oh yeah, same. Um, <laughs> baseball, I sucked um, but, uh, we, But the thing is though, both it was a weird spot for the two of us because on one hand, I never had really a best friend. Like, not not gonna get all depresso on everybody here all of a sudden, but like, <laughs> I got bullied a lot in elementary school. I got into a lot of fights. I got like beat up a lot. You know, like I was I was not a popular kid. I was kind of a kid. People, it was easy for kids to make fun of. So I never really had friends. You know, so Taylor shows up right, and I remember it was during that one because I don't know, like, if you guys, Harrison, what 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 school did you go to? Uh, okay, not trying to dox myself. But like, no, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure the you know. CIA and NSA are listening to us right now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it was like we – but what they did in sixth grade was that, like, I think it was once or twice a month or once a week, mm-hmm. you could sit wherever you want at lunchtime, which was yeah. a big shit, you know. And oh, that's yeah. how we met because I was sitting next to a, a kid who was kind of a friend but not really at the time. Um 
I sat next to him, and then Talon showed up, and he and the other kid left, and I and Talon was like upset about something, and I was like, "Yeah, tell me about it, man," and he did, and we talked. Yeah, and then I remember we started talking at lunch more and more. We talked about like things. Honestly, our friendship was built on creepy pastas. Yep. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god, we were I both in the creepy pasta at the time. That was uh, a big the thing SCP for us. Foundation. Like there was no one else in the school that would <laughs> creepy pasta twenty one. Blender Man, Jeff the Killer. Oh my gosh! The like, SCP Foundation. <laughs> um, that's a big. That's one. what we did. Um, we also both were theater and music kids. Taylor was more of a theater kid, um, but we were both music kids. Um, but I remember one time uh, I wasn't home, and my and Taylor had showed up to my house, and he was like, "Is Seth here?" And he wrote down his number. For my mom to have my mom was like, hey, yo, this kid named Taylor came to my house. And I was like, Taylor, you mean? And she was like, yeah, here's his number. And I was like, oh, shoot. And so then I called him and I was like, hey, what's up? And then ever since then, we kind of that whole the, those first two summers, we hung out like every day together. Like, yeah, seriously, wow. like that. Wait, those wait, were like wait, the wait, best summers on, ever. We wrote yeah. songs. How do you, how do you know where you're oh, going? yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually always wanted to do music together, but we didn't really have the skill at the time. Um. I remember though we used to we used to do a lot of things around my especially my area because um, he moved twice in the same uh, uh, like area because I remember the first time he moved out here he lived like a mile from my house literally oh yeah he, he lived he lived like right next to my house but then um, we we hung out a lot through that and we just kind of both fat like we both hung out a lot so we just learned a lot about each other so we just became best friends like that you know oh yeah. So like uh, seventh mm-hmm. grade and eighth grade were both weird years. Definitely, definitely. Like we they almost were weird. we almost yep. didn't be friends. And yeah, wait, we kind of fell apart as friends for a little bit. We found our own different friend groups, and it became something completely out of nowhere for us. But we changed as people, and we found who we were as people, and then we came back together better as people. I feel mm-hmm. like that is how that turned out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, we actually talked about this in a previous episode, but middle school was holy crap. What the? That was like, yikes. Yeah, was, was, y'all remember when we when people were popping bags? Oh, my God. Oh, and we yeah. had to sit next to our classmates. It was bad. It was, we had a, our class had a horrible reputation. We like... Our high school was warned about... Seriously. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. Mm. They brought four local cops into into the middle school that one day. I remember four yeah, they they cops brought, in there yeah. because they're like it's equivalent to a bomb threat. <laughs> and then That's we had funny. to sit next to each other the whole year. Oh my god! Like we had to sit next to our class. Yeah, it was pain. <laughs> and because most oh, of us yeah, didn't do it, it was only like, a certain group of kids. It was bad. They they kept yeah. us. Um, they assigned us by homeroom, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, or yeah. They, yeah. It was by they did room. that for like five months, and then finally the principal realized, okay, this isn't working. Maybe I should just deal with the kids up front at hand, and that worked. But yeah. it took them five months Who to realize. It's because you know what? When you're a middle schooler, you don't you don't reason with people. Like yeah. I'm learning this because there's these <laughs> kids that live in that freaking house. They've been there for years, and now they're in middle school. And whenever me and my girlfriend try to sit on that, like my because there's a big rock wall in my house we sit there a lot they're just acting ridiculous to us and like when we're like oh did you do this you're like no 
I totally didn't at all, even though we obviously saw them do it. You know, I was like that as a middle schooler. You don't reason because you're stupid, you know? Yeah. You, don't, yep. you, can't, you can't reason with them. So, like, you have to, like – Maturity level's non-existent. The, <laughs> the only way you can get through to a middle schooler is to, like, I don't know, punch them or some crap like that. <laughs> obviously, you can't do that because you're an See, adult. You're so, what's funny is that at that point, when you're a middle schooler, so in elementary school, you live the simple life of a kid. In middle mm-hmm. school, I like to think it's that you slowly gain the powers of an adult while still not being jaded. Yeah. Soon yeah. as you go through high yeah. school, you slowly become more and more jaded up until those last two years, and then you settle into adult life. You're at your pissiest when you're at middle school. Like, it's yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Because I just don't learn to have to gain that responsibility. But eventually, after a while, we suck it up and we deal with it. Exactly. It's bad, but we get used to it. it. Some people (laughs) give up on their dreams because of that. But I feel like a lot of people need to start buckling down on their dreams and doing what they love because we're not going to be here forever. So we might as well make it last, you know? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I stick with my passion as long as I did. Exactly. I still don't know what I want to do, but I'm just I'm jumping into college because I'm like, you know what? Let's try this and see what happens. If it blows up, it blows up. Oh well, I still have like thirty years left. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe ten. Maybe ten. Maybe ten. Oh no, not ten. About four. About four. Raven outside. <laughs> There's literally a raven outside on my porch. <laughs> yep. Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah. That's an ugly bird. <laughs> Alright, so getting back onto like uh your music thing. So about like your recent like albums and stuff, would you like to go a little bit more in details about the production? I mean, in terms of the production, all the production was handled by myself and Seth did help out in terms of like help me pick the samples and how it may how I should make it sound, but I started out by myself with those rough samples and i usually sent them to seth and he was like i want to rap on that i want to rap on that this man's was hungry for any beat he could find and it's not in a bad way but it was evident on there that this album was like nothing no one else has done before and it's not going to catch it's going to catch some attention and not all of it's going to be good attention but the good attention that we do get from it is perfect because we're starting to build up our niche next Mm -hmm. album we drop is going to be even bolder and better than before and we're going to start refining our sound and tuning in what we want to do as musicians we have statements to make Mm. wow (laughs) we have statements to make that just we need to convey through music and the way we're going to convey these statements i hope you guys will be impressed but in terms of the production of the sound sorry i sidetracked again i get really philosophical (laughs) um So in terms of the sound for State of Perplexity, we tried to dig into older sampling styles. At the time, he was really big into Tribe Called Quest, so we tried to take some of the energy from that. We tried to take some energy from all these different odds and ends and tie them together into a beautiful big bow. And I feel like, in a sense, we succeeded. And I feel like with the way that we conveyed everything in this album, it fits together better than we could have hoped for a beginner's project. We thought we were going to end up with a worse project than what we got. And what it ended up being was a lot better than what we expected. 
I mean, we had high hopes for ourselves. Don't get that wrong, but we definitely were a little, little tense on it, you know. And hey, what the frick happened? Did you die? It's not working, and I started leaving and rejoining, and it then fixed itself. Now, nice. And hey. <laughs> by the way, my profile picture is Margaret Thatcher. You thought you should all know. Yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's dead. <laughs> Dame the wicked, Dome, the wicked witch dead. is dead. <laughs> Not really, because um, last year her bank account in Dubai spontaneously became active again. Oh God, she's alive! <laughs> it's like the Queen of England. She's, she's not like, dead yet. She's old. <laughs> she's doing some dark <laughs> magic. Margaret Thatcher reloaded. Twenty twenty two. As if we thought. As if we thought the 2020s couldn't get worse. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> resurrected on Easter Day. Oh, yikes. Margaret Thatcher has left the game. Margaret <laughs> Thatcher has joined the game. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of which, yep. Yeah, sorry, going off tangent. There's like, we also talk a lot about video games because that's big with us. Right. Uh, I think uh, Minecraft's getting that update. Oh, fi- thank God. The wild update, like they split, they had this update, uh, the cliff, the cave and cliffs, which has been, uh, like they're oh, working yeah. caves How and like that. Minecraft? Yeah, we've been wanting that for a long time, like as players. And as we've oh, been saying, Minecraft yeah. is a good game. Just avoid the dream SMP fan base because oh, oh yes, <laughs> I won no. I wear a mask. Oh, dream oh. music, Minecraft artists. Uh, oh. Dream SMP music. I can't remember what For, the Spotify. To be honest, though, was. you know, Dream makes the worst, really garbage music I've ever heard in my Dream life. Dream told me to stop taking my normal pill, so I <laughs> put them in the toilet. Oh, oh, oh do you know what that reminds me, Gabe? We actually got hate mail from a Dream SMP because last episode what? we scrapped, we crapped on them because one of them and. As I said previously, no offense to pronouns, like do whatever, but this person's pronouns, like one of their pronouns was king slash queen. And I'm like, what the hell? That ain't pronouns. That's mental illness. I'm sorry. Harrison, you cannot say that. Oh, shit. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not offended as a non binary person. Believe me, growing up, I've always been taught to never be offended. I always take things with an open mind. Um, yes. not a lot of people are raised like that, but mm. yeah, I get what you, I get where you're I'm not offended either. I'm, I'm not offended by it. I promise. <laughs> but like that, some people might get offended by that. Just <laughs> with me. that. Yeah. Actually, quick question. What is non-binary? I do not know what that is. So non-binary is a sort of in-between gender in a sort of way. We don't really conform one way or another. See, there's a difference between gender fluid and non-binary. So gender fluid is that you can seamlessly merge yourself between two different genders. Like if you want to feel one way one day and feel another way the other day, that's totally up to you. But when it comes down to me, I don't feel like I fit between either of those. I feel like I'm a perfect blend between the two. I have my feminine traits and I have my male traits. So I'm just like, I don't fit in either way. Let's use they, them or he, they like, I don't, it's nice. I don't care that people have to worry about my pronouns because I don't give a shit. They call me he, she, they. I don't call me whatever. They call me Beanie Boy. They call me Beanie Beanie Boy. Boy. (laughs) On the mix. 
the red baby yeah. boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, thanks. Binary. Like we, I we just needed some explanation. Like I get like sometimes like I just accidentally use the wrong, and I feel like a piece of shit afterwards. Oh, no, you're perfect as just as long as you realize that it was a mistake and that you don't intend yeah. to do it again. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, that's happened one time, and I felt I just wanted to crawl up into a ball and die. But yeah, it was a yeah. genuine mistake. Yeah, no, don't feel okay, bad so for accidentally doing it. Gender neutral. But people who do get really angry at you for doing their pronouns and like call you a piece of garbage, yeah, black people. Yeah, that's fair. Like, so wait, what were you saying about that, Ed? Um, it I, is? I just sorry for saying the wrong name. Wait, <laughs> yeah, who's yeah, the wrong saying, name? Did you say Ed. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I, I is in your name. I zoned out. It's Ed's yeah. in here somewhere. Um, yeah, he, his spirit's yeah, he's probably here. working out somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah, so, buff. That boy's. Oh wait, beefy. that's Gabe. Yeah. Wait. Oh Hello? shit! I didn't even realize this entire time. Yo, Gabe, what was that you were trying to say? <laughs> yeah, you were asking a question, and <clears throat> oh, I miss, okay. I missed said the. Oh yeah. Name. Oh yeah. So is they them a gender neutral term? So yeah, they them is a sort of gender neutral. When it comes down to me, I like to say that I'm kind of mixed gender, which is okay, a okay. very funny thing to say, I know. But that's just how I see it with myself. I have long hair. I could definitely identify as female, but I could also identify as male if I'm given the chance. I'm up for either. I've never really cared about how people see me. I just want to know how. I just want to make people feel happy. Yeah. You know, that's actually really good. Okay, yeah. Thanks for actually explaining it. Of course, of course. I mean, I don't mind ever explaining it. If you guys ever have any questions, just let me know. Yeah. Because... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, I saw you at Target one time. You might have, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, I was like, yeah. hi, Chandler, and I had a feeling you didn't recognize me. So I was like, oh, Maybe okay. I did, maybe I didn't. I can't recall the specific time I saw you at Target, but I recognize seeing you at Target. Yeah. <laughs> Target. Anyway, so geez, I totally forgot where we left off. Uh, no idea. Okay, first it was Minecraft and then uh I forget. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> go back to vi- <laughs> Yeah. And then we started ripping on the Dream S P fan base. Oh goody. You doomed us, Harrison. What have you done? <laughs> yep. But yeah. Imperial Galactic is gonna take us over again. <laughs> Yeah, Darth Vader and his troops are gonna storm into my house and swat me. Uh-huh. <laughs> they're gonna yep. come into your house and then they're gonna call the police <laughs> on you and then leave and then the yeah, okay. Oh god. <laughs> oh wow, I, I'm so sure scared now. I am I'm so scared. I'm shaking in my boots right now. Boots. You don't wear boots. Oh yeah. The second you wear a lemon pepper stompers, <laughs> I'm gonna stomp some lemon pepper. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out where the heck we were. Uh, no idea. I mean, if you want to start, if you'd like to start wrapping it up, we can because I don't know how long we've been going for. I don't know. Heck, this I, could have been our first two-hour episode. Who cares? Yeah, I'm having our first two-hour. We want to hit eight thirty. I don't. You, know. I don't care. Like this is. I'm having a good time. I'm having a fun time with you guys. And I. I, I mean, if sure. Want, if you guys have more questions or anything, or did you guys have another part you wanted to get to? Because I, I don't feel like we're running out of things to talk about. But yeah. I feel like we can talk about more things that we have that little push. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's do it. And who knows? We may like I've got a text from like uh Lewis and stuff that they may hop in if they get back. Who knows? All right, there we oh, go. Oh man, this is this is the party episode. This is the party <laughs> podcast. The reunion episode. <laughs> yep. Oh man. So I think uh I'm going, outside. I'm going okay. to oh, yeah, production. Uh yeah. Uh that's where we were that was my initial question. Uh so like again, it was just same old, same old as last time, like with the production, how it went through. I mean, it went through differently because there is a lot of different changes in the way we started recording. We started recording with a better mic, which is the one we're actually speaking on right now. Fair warning, mm. Seth did just go step out so he can go and grab our DoorDash real quick. We got some Chinese. Um, but uh, yeah, with the production and everything that went into the production, I definitely became more and more inept with how everything worked in Ableton, which is the DAW I use. Let it be known that I use fucking Ableton. Um, When it comes down to it, it, I got better and better with the way I was able to control things and how I learned how to mix things better over the course of the album. And you could actually tell within the way that we actually progress through the album because all these tracks i believe are kind of in order of the way that we recorded them besides a few i think lounge and redux were the only two that uh lounge and redux were the only two that were uh recorded towards the end like at the tail end i think within the next it was right before the album we were supposed to submit the album so that mixed with everything else it kind of sounds a little wonky at parts in terms of mixing but i feel like it's pretty cohesive we tried to make it as cohesive as we possibly could even despite the differences in mixing and such also i want to say the the universe this is a lot of deja vu but i am eating chinese food that we ordered right now i'm having lo mein nice Oh man, the, the, the universe works strange ways. I might actually be here now. That's really he's like right at the house. Uh, All right, I'm gonna step out real quick. I'm gonna go check on the Seth just came back, so he's gonna. All right, yes, it's, it's the Daniel show. It's the Daniel show now. <laughs> the, the the Daniel experience. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we were just talking a little bit more about the production that like that goes into it. So oh yeah, and. Yeah. And um, you were talking about that, you, like, uh, Talon just send you a sample and you'll be like, yeah, I'll rap to that. No, yeah, uh, that definitely was like, that's kind of how a relationship as like musicians is together. He'll work on something small, send it to me. I'll write some lyrics, then we'll come together and form it as a whole, you know, like um, it's kind of like a it's almost kind of like an Elton John, Bernie Toppin thing, you know. Um, like Bernie Toppin would write the lyrics, send it to Elton John. He would come up with the lyrics, but it's almost like, re- or he would come up with the the uh, instrumental and like composition. For us, it's kind of reverse. Like Taylor would come up with the beat, send it to me, then I would write the lyrics, and then we'd meet together and make the song. Mm. So yeah, uh, the first track was Paradox, which was supposed to be a joke beat according to him, but I really liked. And then that's kind of what started our uh, um, trail, like the. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what started like the whole process as a whole. Um, I'm gonna take a fat piss. Okay, he's gonna go to the bathroom. Um, (laughs) But uh, it was cool because we've always kind of wanted to do that, but we both never 
we didn't really get to the point where we felt like we could until like around last year. So it was really cool to start making music with him. And one thing is that he'll have some input on the lyrics and I'll have some input on the production, but usually it's both like he's the producer, I'm the writer, you know? I'm the voice, he's the he's the machine, you know? That's actually just very interesting to hear because I, I also have friends who are getting into music and I think even uh uh Darren are one of the members of the podcast group is also thinking about getting into music as well. But mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, nice. What type mm-hmm. of music does he does do that does he put together? Um I think he's trying to get rap like he's doing like rap as well. Okay. Uh, I don't he hasn't went full details at least with me yet. And I don't think Gabe as well, but then again Gabe is kind of not that but what? excuse me. <laughs> not there a rap I, man. Oh no I'm not. Rap scares <laughs> me. It makes me nervous. <laughs> well, I've I've been getting more in like that's a thing also like like previously like I wasn't a big fan of rap and but now it's like I'll I'll listen to certain rap like yours actually as well and I'm like you know I can get behind this. <laughs> rap is a, is a very important uh, form of music to me. I think rap has the best lyricism. Period. Rap has the best lyricism in any form of music. That's that's a big claim I've made for my entire life, and I will fight to the end of my life to prove that that is correct. Mm-hmm. It's a hill you'll die on. <laughs> uh, you can put that on my freaking epitaph on my grave. So. <laughs> this is a hill I died on, 2022. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's good. That is really good. Um, so, Gabe, do you have any el- anything else you want to like ask? I'm driving. You're driving? <laughs> yeah. Where are you driving to? I don't know. <laughs> are, are you just joy driving? Yeah, I am. Driving makes me happy. It calms me down. Okay, but not those gas prices. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that... I forgot about... Oh, great. Good thing I'm driving the V8 truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, that, that's what sucks okay. now because like as i got my license like i really like driving now it's just now i'm Uh-oh, trying to re- but like driving like now it's hard to like not do that and like think about like oh yeah gas yep yeah that's so creepy the lake there's like a whole sheet of fog over it. you can't see anything what right Isn't now yeah it didn't look bad over here oh there is a window Oh shit! The window is humidified. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's rough out there. Gabe, don't die. Terrible. Oh, Oh, I'm not gonna die. I'm driving a truck. Before I cut out again, I was gonna ask: Have you ever heard of pertubator? No, no, no. Okay, just curious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Uh, man, What, what is that? It's a, um, he's a synth wave, synth, synth wave artist. Okay. Okay. The hmm. name again? Pertubator. P-E-R-T-U-B-A-T-O-R. Recommending you. Pertubator? Pertubator, yes. Spell that again. <laughs> it's P-E-R-T-U-B-A-T-O-R. I got you. I feel that. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll some. Any like particular songs or? Um. Yes, actually, Behemoth and Death Squad. Death Squad. Okay. Yeah. I listen wow. to that when I'm angry. For the record. <laughs> <laughs> and when right. I'm hangry, which is very dangerous. Did you say hangry? Angry, like hungry and angry, which is a very dangerous combination. So you're a devil, Joe. Then okay. you're a Snickers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Eat a Snickers, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Wasn't that when William Defoe was in that, like, like in that commercial and pretending to be Marilyn Monroe? Why? <laughs> yeah, William Defoe was a great is a great actor, man. Him and man, I know we already talked about Spider Man No Way Home. I was going like, to just bring that up. <laughs> oh man, like we actually had an episode dedicated to that movie. We were just like talking about it, man. William Defoe just locked. He's an incredible actor. He's Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Norman's on sabbatical, honey. Wait, I, like, that's a neat trick. That's that's of yours. yours. Norman, <laughs> Norman's on sabbatical, honey. No more bad side. Do you really think that I'd let that happen? Cool. Creepy. I love it. <laughs> like, I think there's a petition going around that he should play a joke, the Joker, but uh, oh, in my honesty, petition? that would be cool, but in my opinion, you can't beat Heath Ledger. <laughs> That's just me. You're Wait, never okay. gonna beat Heath Ledger. Ledger's yep. dead. Yeah, you can't beat him at death. Mm-mm. Anyway, did you guys see the new Batman movie, actually? Yeah, it was pretty good. He saw yeah. it, like, three times. I saw it twice. <laughs> um, uh, it was great. It was amazing. It was, I, I think, the best Batman so far. Mm-hmm. I think it was really good as well. I definitely, like, I re- the cinematography, looking at it as a filmmaker, like, the cinematography mm-hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. I love the opening scene where oh, it's, yeah. like, looking through, like, the... the the um the goggles on oh, at the yeah. family. I love that. It's so weird and different. I mean, the <laughs> Riddler. Oh my, no, but the Penguin stole the show, in my opinion. Oh yeah, the Penguin was incredible because you know what that guy really looks like. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Like the prosthetic makeup, like changed him. Like he, his face is not that. He's an amazing yeah. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see what other new movies. I know, as we said, Jurassic World Dominion. But I'm trying to think, is there Avatar, any other... new Avatar movie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, the yeah. Way of Water? Uh, yeah. What? Is that a sequel to The Shape of Water? <laughs> <laughs> um, It looks good, I guess. I'm just not a huge fan of the original, you know? Really? You mean the Blue People movie? Yes, the Blue Cat yeah. People movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not up for that. Yeah. I never really liked the first one. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, we made, actually me and my, um, uh, Andrew, we made a joke. What's the next movie? Avatar, the way of earth. And then the next one, Avatar, the way of fire. What's this? Oh, ah, uh, that's actually funny. That was, oh my. <laughs> the way Avatar, the way of come. Uh, can we talk about, <laughs> you, so have you guys all watched the last airbender? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. I love it. The Let's only anime that I will ever approve of is that. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. So, okay. it's such an amazing show. Uh, I think Zuko has the best supervillain yes. hero arc of all time. Like, yes, no one does it better than him. Just to really kind of like Zuko becomes like Zuko goes from literally being the worst possible villain ever 
to being one of the most loved characters in history. Like, you know, oh, like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I can't. Yeah, I, I showed my mom that series and we binge watched it and I was and she loved it. I'm like, yes, oh. I started watching it when we had that sleepover one time. Oh, like uh, yeah. Years. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Iroh um, is also one of my favorite characters. Well, like, there's a scene at the end of the series where, you know, uh, obviously Zuko has betrayed Uncle Iroh, and he put Mm -hmm. him in, in like, you know, Uncle Iroh ended up in prison, you know? And then Zuko breaks him out, and he's like, I understand if you don't love me. I understand if you never want to talk to me again. And then Uncle Iroh just hugs him and is like, I love you and stuff like that. It it made, like, it's one of the most heartwarming scenes I've ever seen. Because you know Zuko doesn't necessarily deserve, like, that hug, but he gets it because his uncle is just such a good person. Like, his uncle's the only person that really loves him. Yeah. Opposed to his rest of his family, who, aside from his mother, are complete wackos. Wacko's sister, yeah, she's nuts. Yeah, we, yeah, Azula, holy crap. Talk about oh, insane. She's like the Satan of all sisters. No, she's insane. She's horrifying. Especially when she gets locked up and she's like breathing fire. Yeah, yeah. that was crazy. You don't like sweet and sour? No. Also, you get I it, think you I... get, when you get sweet and sour chicken, do you get it with the sauce on it or with the sauce <laughs> of it? Uh, I just have this chicken. I'm, I'm not much of a... So I'm, I'm not much of a condiment person myself. Gabe, what about you? Are you a condiment person? You say con- oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm not much of a condiment person. Okay. So, but going if back- I didn't get anything, I would want it on the side just in case I don't want it. Oh, there's a leaf on my antenna. Okay. Um. So, anyway, going back on like the Avatar talk, Um. did you hear that they're making a live-action series? I have, yeah. Uh, Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy about that. No. Why not? If y'all saw, did you guys see the M. Night Shyamalan live action movie? <laughs> oh, that was crap. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that's what I'm scared of. And, like, M. Night Shyamalan's not a bad director, but, like, that movie he was... messed it up. He, just, he, he tried to make it this, like, weird, like, it's, uh, everyone's white. Why is everyone white? You yeah. know? Why is I, Zuko's like, Indian. Yeah, but no one's Asian or like, but like, and they call him Ong. Like that, that pissed me off the most. Or Soka, they call Soka Soka. What the the fuck is that? Soka. Oh, Soka. (laughs) I I wanted to just like I I I almost had a gamer rage moment like with my remote right there. Oh man, that remote would have been just been abused badly. The acting in the film too. Oh my god! Especially when they go to the Earth, uh, Earthbending Village. Oh my god! It's terrible. And also the bending. Like it took like f- like a bunch of men to lift up a tiny boulder. No, yeah, yeah. Oh. <coughs> and Aang is like the ending. I guess is cool, but it's not nearly as sick as like him forming the water monster in at the end of the first season. Like that was cool. I love that. Mm-hmm. Best moment of all time, right there. Well, I did hear that, like the live action is doing a all Asian cast. Good, that's good. So good. That that's a good step into the right direction. I'm just hopeful that they. I think it's produced by the same comp, like the same people who made the original animated series. Which I'm hoping. Good thing. It, it's giving me hope, but you know, like everything, I, I I'm not. Ha- I like to have my expectations middle. 
like I don't want to come out disappointed, like extremely disappointed. Like I'm just keeping my expectations like reasonable. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm gonna go through that. Hope I'm I'm hoping that it's good. Yeah, definitely. But also, speaking of movie stuff, this is going back. Uh, apparently, there's a sequel being filmed for Godzilla vs Kong, and it's going mm. under the names of Origins. Nice. Ooh, that sounds mm. sick. Yeah. Well, maybe it'll talk about like because isn't is in the movie isn't like he Kong is the last of his of his people, right? Yes. Oh, maybe yeah, talk all about the Air Nomads were. We're talking about X-Men Godzilla versus Kong game, not Avatar. Oh. <laughs> oh, I heard Ong in there, and I'm like, okay. Kong, like you said Kong, Kong right? and Ong. <laughs> Sorry, damn! Kong I wanted to be like cool for one to explain something. Oh wow! Well. Yeah, but yeah, Kong <laughs> is the last of his own. He's the last of his species. I think yeah, they're gonna explore more about the origins of like the Hollow Earth stuff. Definitely. Hopefully. I I'm happy about and I, also there's a TV show for the MonsterVerse stuff that that's coming out that's being oh. produced. It's actually produced by the same. Uh, it's being directed by the same guy who directed WandaVision. Oh really? Nice. Mm-hmm. WandaVision was. Did you do? You, did, you, did you watch Moon Knight? Uh, no, I have not. But I'm hearing pretty Is good. That good? Yeah, I think it's, in my opinion, it's the best one so far. Definitely. Wow. Oscar Isaac is amazing as Moon. Oh yeah, like. I'm just seeing the memes around with like the hippo goddess, and that's all I've been seeing. <laughs> Did that's you guys see thing. Morbius? Did you guys see Morbius? Morbius. No, but I I heard awful things about it. Morbius. What you mean? It was the movie <laughs> of all time, definitely. It was one yeah. of the most films of all time. Definitely, <laughs> it definitely deserved the most award of all time. But anyway, yeah, it's garbage. It's trash. It's one of the first uh, superhero films I've seen in a long time. Definitely. Um, it's just like. It's bad writing. Terrible mm. writing. It's not funny. I mean, in all honesty, there's quite a few flaws, but it holds up as a movie until they introduce the other character. Okay, has everybody seen Mo- Morbius? Mo- Mobus. I know that I, I've been spoiled because I just, I wasn't interested in seeing okay, I was interested, perfect. but then, like, I, then I, like, saw clips of it, like, yeah, I'm not watching it. Yeah. So basically, it's pretty great until they introduce the twist villain, which is the dude's Mor- Morbius's best friend, and his villainous ways just make no fucking sense in terms of his character. Whatsoever. I'm bad because I want to be bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I hate that so much. Yeah, and like it's yeah, like there's really bad shots, and like I'm not gonna lie, the effects are kind of cool because, in all honesty. The biggest part of the film is the fact that his friend turns on him. Like, otherwise, there wouldn't be a lot of the conflict in the movie that there was, and the movie would have been shorter than it was. If you guys showed me the first half hour, sure, I, I would have been happy with the movie. If you guys showed me the last half hour, maybe not. I honestly think it needed to be longer because there were so many things they touched on that they just didn't fulfill. Exactly. They didn't like, they talked about Morbius being super strong and stuff like that. And like, you know, like all that type of jazz. And like, they didn't really even touch on that or like, you know, the fact that it touched on the fact that he could fly, I guess, but like, or his like, he has like echolocation (laughs) and stuff like that. But like, uh, it it was like, (coughs) bless you. Bless you. It was the definition of mid, midius. <laughs> mid, <laughs> midius. 
You know yeah, why I, they call it the Midwest? Because everything in it's mid. <laughs> I line chili. Mid. Mid. And that's how I actually felt for Godzilla versus Kong. Like, I still like the movie, but I felt like oh, it should have been longer. You didn't like the movie? No, I like the movie. I like Godzilla versus Kong, but I felt like there should have been more into it. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. I just think Godzilla. I I was just thinking Godzilla's side of the story, like Kong got the better story, like human story. The the human, the Godzilla human story was meh. meh. I mean, I guess just because, like, as a whole, I guess, I guess people just look at Godzilla as a whole as like, and I obviously know that you probably have a strong opinion on this, Harrison, but I'm. I think as a whole, people just have an opinion of Godzilla that Godzilla is the bad guy. So I think no matter how you, how you were looking to look at it, especially Americans, like just we're gonna obviously vote for fucking monkey, monkey, <laughs> monker. <laughs> but I will say that showing, and I think we actually we I think we actually saw the same showing as you, Harrison. That showing was that was one of the best. Oh yeah, yeah, life. we saw the same day. Like I saw opening up, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, we I saw had it the same day. We were in the same theater as you. That was one yeah. of the, that was one of the best theater experiences of my life. Definitely, mm-hmm. everyone went crazy when Kong got like hit. And it was so loud in there, but it was uh-huh. so yeah. Aw, baby swans or geese, whatever they are. <laughs> Gabe is just like Gabe is just having his own little safari. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, I felt like there should have been just a little bit more. Like, for example, Ren Sherazawa's character definitely. Like, mm. why is he? Be- because he's supposed to be the son of Doctor Sherazawa, who was in the previous Godzilla movies, who was on Team Monarch, and then. Um, mm. it's- yeah, it's it's confusing. Mm-hmm. I w- I really want to watch the old Godzilla movies. Okay, Harrison. Just <laughs> <laughs> say that around you. Join me. Okay, okay. Let me tell you my. Let me tell you. My Godzilla wasn't good until 2016. <laughs> no, joking, joking. Of course, I'm joking. What's Godzilla? Yeah. What is Godzilla? Don't say that around Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> You're that. opening a can Godzilla? of work, but yeah, honestly, yeah. Wait, wait Godzilla? More like Godzilla. Okay, just gonna keep it short, just because. Honestly, with the old films, you can start wherever. I do recommend the original, but like again, just start anywhere. I'm, I'm going to be the wall against all the other Godzilla fans who's just gonna like start like do some gatekeeping. I'm gonna be the the more mature man here and just say you can start wherever. Okay, thank you, thank you for giving me a choice. <laughs> I, I but I did say I do recommend the original, but you can start wherever. Thanks for giving me a choice. Thank you, thank you for being pro-choice. <laughs> Never mind. We're not gonna get into that. Yeah, let's not get into that. that we're gonna lose some. We're gonna lose some listeners here because we have a very diverse listener. Do you happen to have for us? Yeah, we are close to the two-hour mark. Yeah, holy crap, we are. Um, when did we start? We started back at like six thirty. Damn. But I'm having fun. I really am. Um. If we wanted, we can answer some of the Q and A stuff, like some like interactive stuff, because we got we get some very interesting Q and A questions. All right, some are some are just stupid, and some are just you know real. Ooh, this is a pretty good one. 
Um, uh, give me one minute. Let me go grab my. Give him one minute. Because it's close to uh, dying. Give him one minute. <laughs> one minute. I'm not. All right, German man. Ah, I love Germany. Y'all, this yes. Chinese food was so good. I have, yeah. You, have, I, have um, you guys been to uh, what is it, Ichiban? Is that the name of the? Yeah, uh, Andrew loves that place. Remember, uh, he had his graduation party like feast there. That Remember that, Gabe? That was good. Mm-hmm. I just went there for the first time with my girlfriend. It was really oh. good. Yes. Good. Actually, good. good question for you, Seth. How long have you and your girlfriend been together? Uh, in June, it'll be a year and a half. June 9th. Wow. Good job. I want to marry wow. her. Aw. Aw, that's adorable. We actually want to make some music together, me and her, too. She sings. Oh, wow. She's just nervous. She's a talented vocalist. She is. We actually well, both did, like, uh, like Taylor and I did show choir, and she does, like, uh, this thing called Troubadours, which I think it's usually called that, like, Troubadours. They're, like, a, it's more of, like, a classical form of, like, singers in the past. Like, like people, I get, but I guess they use Troubadours instead of what show choir is called. But Taylor and I both did show choir. And then created that, so it's kind of like we both kind of have a similar choir singing past. Huh. Um, if she ever listens to this episode, I know you will probably have her listen to this. Don't let don't let ner- don't let your, your nerves get the best of you. Like I've had that happen before, but like when you two let it all go, it's very it's empowering. <laughs> Thank you. I love Inspir- her. She's my favorite. I'm back, by the way. Welcome, Welcome back. We missed you. Awesome. I love her more than I love Taylor. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> oh. took some getting used to on that. But <laughs> it works. No, like it's Ryan, good. I have a different drama I'm between happy, Daniel I'm and Beanie Boy. Ooh, clickbait yeah. right there. Clickbait. Yeah, I have a Does like, is love, Beanie you know? Boy gay? Does Bruno Mars is gay? <laughs> Bruno <laughs> Mars is gay. What? Um, no, it's a joke. It's I know, good. I know. But yeah, I'm happy he has someone that makes him genuine. It's good to see him in the state, definitely. I can I only do so lot. much on that half. Yeah. But like Taylor and I, we have a different type. It's more like a brotherly. Like, Yeah, love, you know? definitely. Oh, that's how I feel our friend group. We're brothers. We're mm. <laughs> we're brothers from another mother. <laughs> yeah. I'm more of an authoritarian brother. Yeah, and you scary. Brother. <laughs> Pass me vodka. <laughs> yeah. our, our brother, brother. Our, our brother it's like our my brother it's like Gabe our it brother it's not my vodka it is our vodka ah come on oh yeah speaking of while we're talking about memes before we get into today let me I gotta ask you because this is something we all have to like like unbiased here is, do you guys love Mr. Incredible memes please please yes, yes. they're pretty yes. good yes, yes. but they're, they're funny I like not all I, the same type of memes. Can... I like memes with and I like all of them. Yes. I especially love the I've got time, and then he proceeds to hit an old woman in the road. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> that says anything about me. I don't know what it does, but it does some way. Yeah. We've been, we were also talking about, like, you know, like, uh, canny Mr. Incredible and then uncanny Mr. Incredible, like, when there's, like, the music playing and he's either ha- it gets progressively happier or it just gets progressively cursed. It's yeah. Like, like, POV, you come home, your mom orders you pizza, your mom yeah. shuts up your door, your mom is dead, the door's open, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone's yeah. in your house. 
<laughs> yes. Those are terrifying. That those actually the I usually see those at nighttime. Which like, <laughs> okay, imagine the scenario, right? Say your parents have been like dead for a long time, and you're like a kid, or you're a kid. But say say or say this: your parents are in like another country, right? Mm-hmm. And you're at home alone. You ordered yourself some food. You got the house to yourself. Then you hear a knock at the door, and it's your mom's voice. And you're like, "Oh, I didn't know they got back home so early." And then you let them in, and you get a call from your mother on the phone. Like that's like, that's like the most like that's terrifying. Yeah, that's some horror movie shit. Because if they lived in the house, they wouldn't knock. They would just yeah, they would go in. Yeah, they'd have the key or something. That's that's the first mistake they make in stories like that. Harrison. Harrison Godzilla and Margaret Thatcher. Have you guys watched <laughs> Mandela Catalog? No, that what? that sounds familiar. Mandela Catalog. Have you watched it? I've heard of that. Have yeah, you guys watched I, any analog horrors? I've heard yeah. of analog. Yes, I've. I think I've seen one, like a clip of it. I haven't delved right into it. Like the Walton Files, you know what that is, or like uh, uh, I, mm-hmm. Home Entertainment or Local Fifty Eight. Local Fifty Eight. Local Fifty Eight. Yes, I've heard of that. Yeah. So that's. Like analog horror, but Mandela catalog kind of pushes it further. Basically, what it's about, it's about like um uh this town called Mandela County, and which these like uh beings that called alternates kind of take over people as identities. Have you ever seen the movie Invasion of the Body Snatchers? Oh yes, 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 yes. It's One like that, those. but even in my opinion, more terrifying. Yeah. Poster. Like the day after I watched it, I had a hard time talking to my mom. I was Imposter. like, Mom. I was like, Mom. You're my mother, right? And she was like, "Yes." Impulse and like, and then, then you're like, "I don't know. That's pretty sus." Among <laughs> us, don't say that word around here. Eh. Hey, well, you know, honestly, I would play Among Us again, unironically, though. It, it is yeah. like Among Us. Among, Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. Among Us. Among uh, us. And you know, like honestly, I, really, <laughs> I honestly really did like Among Us. I did. It was fun. I think it had a fun idea to it, but now it's just kind of like I think it's just fun with friends. That's it. No, it is really fun with friends. But like when you play in a random chat by yourself with like kids who can no, no. for more than like Yeah. Because if you don't get a poster, everyone just leaves, you know? Yeah. Imposter. I just think, yeah, as Imposter. you said, it's just fun with friends. Sauce. Anyway, um, since we're all back, uh, yeah, I'll, but I'll take note of that. Just don't watch that night. What is it called again, Mandela, Seth? Mandela Catalog. Mandela Catalog. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jot that down. So let's, I forgot this really good. This is a pretty interesting Q&A we could all freaking listen to. Um, um, and we can all like answer. So someone asked, if you were to go back in history, where would you go to visit? And there's a part two to this, but we can answer the first question, the first part. Okay, I would go to Woodstock or and like get seats in like a nice area because I'm not sitting in the middle of that clusterfuck of people, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I would either go back to Woodstock or I would go back and watch Bob Marley perform or watch MF Doom perform. I think I would go back in time. Or to Pompeii before it got exploded. I might go back to one of the Coachella's. And see one of those because there's some phenomenal Coachella's mm. that I was never aware of to go and see. Like 2013 Coachella, B- or Gambino was there, who's he's a big inspiration to me. Uh, there's a few other different ones that I would have loved to go to. I think Kanye West was on the 2016 one, possibly. 
and probably the Yeezus tour because that would be a sight to see. Honestly, I go back and I see like like disasters happen. What like nine eleven? Like, I go back and like watch like those happen, not because like annoying, but like just to see what it was really like. Because you know, like obviously we hear like oh World War Two, the Holocaust, nine eleven, but we weren't alive when that happened, so it's like hard for us to grasp those. I would like to go back in time and like you know, obviously I wouldn't want to be in the Holocaust, you know, or like, <laughs> be in like yeah, obviously. Hours, but, like, I would I would want to go back and just see what life really was like and how like you know it would be like to hear that oh my god. On the other side of the world, there's people in concentration camps. You know, like it would be yeah. it would be interesting to like be alive around that time. You know, mm-hmm. that's actually a really interesting way to put it. Spend man. like a month in like the fifties. You know, I'd probably mm-hmm. either do the seventies, eighties, or nineties when it comes down to decades. Yeah, like I would um going to me. I'm trying to think like probably the eighties or nineties. Just to, is uh, like I think the visit, not to live in, but like to visit. I'd probably live in the nineties. <laughs> that is my time right there. I go back in time. I would kill Michael Jackson, possess his body, <laughs> and, become, and become the most popular person of all time. I'd become skin suit Jackson. <laughs> I'd become tan Michael Jackson. A mixture of the two. <laughs> uh, what about you, Gabe? If you were to go visit any point in time of history, where would you go? Adolf Hitler. Uh, uh, okay. Amen. Okay. Why? <laughs> um, so I could stop the war. Oh, that's fair. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Good, good job saving yourself there, buddy. Um, start my own. <laughs> nice save. Nice save. That I actually kind of my own war. <laughs> oh God. Ooh, I would go back to opening night of Avengers: Infinity War. Oh God. Just saying, Ooh. like, uh, that was when the MCU peaked, in my opinion. Yeah, I wouldn't waste the time trial on that. If I can see it now, I can see it now. I don't know. No, really but it's just different. That. For me, it's different yeah, seeing the film in, like. And then people would put, like, Marvel uh, movie spoilers on that. Oh, yeah. the All those freaking spoilers went opening night. But I had to, like, <laughs> I had to basically do an internet break during that. That's fair. When a new Marvel movie comes out, you cannot go on any form of social media. What's funny yeah. is that before recently, like, it wasn't maybe, I don't know, I never really got invested into movies for a long time until maybe, like, 2016 or 2018. I was never really invested into them until then. Yeah, I, I would probably say the same thing. I've always been a fan of Marvel films. If everyone who knows me knows that Spider-Man 2 is my favorite oh, yeah. film. I mean, he started <laughs> off with a comic book, so he loves the. Yeah, I was a comic book nerd. As a he kid. was a big nerd. All, all I know is, uh, Seth, you and Darren would have an immense talk with Spider-Man. Uh, oh, that'd be cool. He loves Spider-Man. Um, so, anyway, like going to the like, we actually kind of like this kind of ties into like the part sec part two of the question. Like this person asked, they asked, "Would you actually go back in history to like stop?" something from happening like the 9-11 the holocaust anything no no no, i don't because i I feel like because of those things the world has seen those things and has changed for the better of happening again yes yeah that's how i feel as well like if like for example the holocaust if hitler didn't do that eventually somebody would and it could have been much more it it could have been like you know. It could have been with a different race. It could have been with you know 
from a different nation, and it could have been even worse than it already freaking was. So, like, it, yes, I it, those events were horrible, but in my opinion, they happened, like, it was an inevitability. That's just how I view the history. Like, like, you know, anyone could have been Hitler, you know? If you killed Hitler, who's not to say that, you know, nowadays there wouldn't have been another Hitler, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Going back and stopping them is just pointless. Mm-hmm. Like, and also, like, we, uh, go, especially with the 9 11 thing, like, we have, like, security stuff now, like, because of that, like, a lot more, like, intense security with airports. Uh-huh. Yeah. Maybe, and also, a just saying, intense, but... just saying, uh, yeah, just saying, a lot of us like to be all big and mighty, but in reality, what would we really do to go yeah, back? What was a bunch of, like, uh, young adults are gonna do? Like what? Like what am I, a person who has no military like training, gonna do to take down Hitler? Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, what am I All gonna do, president. really? Also, what? what, Gabe? I should email the president. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, the building's gonna blow up, and then yeah, the <laughs> secret service agents gonna be right outside your house in like less than two minutes. Also, hey, Hitler, like... I have a package for you. <laughs> oh nine. Never say that. That would get you kidnapped. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like back then, regarding at least with some of our uh, ethnicities and sexualities back then, I don't think we would have much anything to say. No, yeah. Especially as someone Asian like me. Yeah. No, yeah. You living in in, in America? These internment camps that we had after Pearl Harbor. Yeah, I would probably be in one of those. Although my parents always say I put the Asian in Caucasian. That's funny. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny. No, I never thought of it like that before. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm just scrolling through other ones. Uh, let's see some good. I'm trying to find ones that are pretty included. No, we're not going. I, I, someone like again. Someone's trying to ask like, it, would we get Twitter? And boy, um, I, if I do, if I start on this, I'm gonna start a rant, and it's not no. gonna be pretty. You don't need that. You're... No, I'll, I'll save that for another episode. We don't need that I... here. Yeah. Uh, do you guys mind if we just do one more question? Because yeah, yeah, uh... yeah. We'll just do one more before we wrap it up. I was actually thinking okay. exactly that. Yeah, um, sorry. We don't mean to like rush or anything. Oh no, but... no, 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 no. Like, I mean, this is already two hours long. This is probably the longest episode in history. So yeah, you're you're also making history again. You are our first. Nice. <laughs> you hey, are our first perfect. guest stars, and you are part of our longest freaking episode. Hey, um, if it works, it works. It works. It works. It works. Um, I'm just trying to scroll through here. M- most anticipated movie. I think we already kind of discussed that. Um. Someone asked more about like the video games. Someone asked me, "What do I think about the Warzone, the Call of Duty Warzone crossover with Godzilla versus Kong?" Cool, but Wait, that was a thing. Yeah, uh, like recently there was a uh, Call of Duty Warzone had like an event now that's tied with Godzilla versus Kong. Whoa! Like, people asked me if I would play it, and I'm like, I'm not much of a PvP player. Yeah, that's video. fair. Yep, and plus Call of Duty. Do you know how much freaking storage it takes? Oh on yeah, a it's, it's, it's like yeah, uh, like a hundred gigabytes. I don't know how much. Oh, uh, let's a see. Lot. Oh yeah, so oh yeah, we I know we did talk about this last episode. Uh, you pro- you guys probably heard about this because it's like trending on YouTube right now. 
Uh-huh. We talked about it last episode. Uh, someone asked, like, what's your opinion on Poppy's Playtime Chapter 2? A new playmate. Oh, shoot, I haven't watched it I don't it really yet. pay attention to I that I haven't stuff. watched uh, it's a game. I haven't it's, watched. A, it's an indie. No, it's a I, new I indie. I haven't watched like play playthroughs yet. I was watching Corey Kenshin's playthrough to the first part. Then I, I wanted to watch. I watched Markiplier's playthrough to the, to the first. Yeah, part too. I don't really keep up with YouTube too much anymore. Or at least I'm on a kind of otherwise different side of YouTube nowadays. I thought the first part was terrifying. I thought the yeah, idea of having a character that was so tall and skinny and like having like ugh. And like I it was overpowering. Events like that. That freaks me. No, yeah, ah. Oh. Talk about claustrophobia plus plus chase. Yeah. Oh, also there was something an incident that happened online with um YouTube kids. Apparently, some horror poppy playtime thing that got passed as a kids thing um got into um YouTube kids and it it scared a lot of children. Yeah, that's and right. that and everything. Uh, you- YouTube yeah. is such a gray area when it comes to this yeah. stuff. The only yeah. issue with things like that is that, like, I feel like it's definitely just end up being another thing for Fr- Five Nights at Freddy's people to get kids onto. are gonna see something that's gonna freak them out no matter yeah. what. I'm, they're like, on. I'm, I like the lore around. Like, I'm actually like I said this previously. Like, people have like I always get this question from like older people. Like, why do you watch other people play these games when you can play them yourselves? Like, I would never play this game, but I I play it through. Other people. That's how I just view. That's why I watch Markiplier. That's why I watch Jacksepticeye. I like him first. Yeah, yeah. Jacksepticeye. I love him. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. What is that noise? (laughs) Oh, uh, Seth's playing guitar. Sorry, I'm listening though. Yeah, Uh, but like I saw it and like I I really did like the new episode. I know there's the thing going around. Like there's a bit of drama going on with like the developers thing, which uh-huh. yeah, like the NFT thing, like uh, <laughs> again, such a money laundering scam. Freaking yeah, I, I, that's how I view like NFTs. Really, I I don't I I, I just don't I get it. Bitcoin in general, yeah, it's just you know, another I, pyramid scheme that's trying to get itself big. It's gonna crash out soon. Hopefully, mm. what yeah, I, I could do. Is I could make an NFT about Amber Heard's fecal matter incident with a bed, and then I could make money off it. Oh God! <laughs> and it would work. Yeah, you know it would work. The type of crap people are buying today. I want to buy a, a freaking photo of monkeys smoking cigarettes. Monkey. <laughs> yeah, but and like I will admit. Like the the company stuff, I won't. I don't agree with like a lot of their marketing things, but I think it's a lot of the higher ups. Like you can't blame the animators and like you can't like you can't generalize the whole company because you know there's like these animators who are trying to make money, like for, and provide for their families, right? And like you can't hate them. But but I I as I said, I like the lore and I'm liking the game. So yeah. I, I, I watch playthroughs and it's very interesting. It's a lot longer and it's a lot more terrifying. Definitely. Yeah. It. I. I would say if you if you guys watch like uh, I know Seth maybe will like if you watch uh gameplays of it like with other people, I will tell you it's much more terrifying. <laughs> so yeah, uh, for our listeners, thank you for enduring this. Over two hour episode, I think. I have lost yep, track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah i had fun so yeah thanks for being being back here yes. we enjoyed it of course yes of course <laughs> it was a fun time it was <sighs> and we're we're finishing off with asmr the audience gets little kisses before we go oh no no help Help me, please. Give me your cheeks. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> little. <laughs> <laughs> no. Get that out of your cheeks. F9, F9. Get away from my cheeks right now. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. We we enjoyed having you back on. And again, and we would be more, more than happy to yeah. have you back on. Hopefully with the rest of the crew. Because I feel like we can, like, a lot more interesting conversation would endure. Yeah, sure, yeah. of course. Like, I can't wait to see where else, what else th- this music stuff takes you. I'm oh, really yeah. excited, too. Can't wait to see where you're, like, how much bigger your podcast can get. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and the film stuff for me. Like, I'm yeah, trying to really push that more. How big Harrison Godzilla can get. So. And Gabe. <laughs> and Gabe. And everyone. And Gabe. Yeah. Endgame. I was gonna say, wow, yeah. you forgot about me. <laughs> Never, <sorry>. Don't worry, <laughs> don't worry, Gabe. You are special, boy. Really. <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, um, do you, do you guys have anything to say before we wrap this up? I nope. mean, keep streaming, stay your perplexity and beanie P on uh, Spotify. Keep bumping Westwind, Westwind forever. You know his big B. On the mix, and you know you got D Dan Danny's in the mix as well. You know we rocking it from the west coast to the east coast, all the way from the west wing to the east wing. You know we rocking it all the way across the United States. Yeah, this something. is D and B signing out. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much. You we really so appreciate much. it. All right, I'm gonna just say my closing statements. So if you guys enjoy- wait, wait a what? second, you didn't let me say anything. Bastard. All right, Gabe, go right ahead. Hello and goodbye. Thank you for having us. Have a nice day. <laughs> done. All right. So I'll just say the closing remarks. So if you enjoyed today's episode, please download it from Spotify. Also share it around. Also follow our Instagram, Digital Pandemonium. It would help us tremendously. Uh, go on Spotify. Listen to Beanie Boy and Daniel's new albums. They're tremendous. Trust me. So support them. Awesome. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> Until then, see you next time. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.